All right, all right. Okay, okay. What's up, everybody? It's All Day Talks Facts right here. Because facts, like always, of course, once again. So this is my AEW Revolution predictions. I did say I was going to do it either, you know, today or tomorrow morning. But I said, you know, I'm out right now. You know, it's not that bad out. So, you know what? I'll do the episode right now. So I'm really looking forward to AEW Revolution. It's going to be a great fucking pay-per-view tomorrow. we got a big surprise coming up. You know, we know there's going to be a surprise entering that ladder match, the face of Revolution ladder match for a chance at the TNT Championship or for a chance to face Darby Allen for the TNT Championship on the next Dynamite. And we'll also see who that big, quote-unquote, Hall of Fame-worthy talent signing is to AEW. I mean, my prediction on that, though, I really don't have one because it's really hard to say. You know, obviously people want to say it's going to be CM Punk, including myself, or Brock Lesnar, or maybe Cena, Batista. I think the realistic, the realistic options are Christian because apparently he's not under contract with WWE. So it could be him. It could be Mark Henry. I'm not sure if he's still under contract with WWE. We did, Mark Henry did say he was training to get back into the ring. So it could be him. I mean, is Carlito a Hall of Fame worthy talent? I mean, I'm going to say no. Because, you know, he did have a decent run with the WWE from 04 to 2010. But he was kind of lazy. He does have a lot of accomplishments, a lot of accolades and championships. But he's not a Hall of Fame worthy talent. It's definitely not Ryback. Fucking hell no. He's not a Hall of Fame worthy talent at all. Fuck that. It ain't him. AEW, I think they already made it clear they're not going to sign him. We already know he's dangerous to work with. They're not gonna do that with. They're not gonna do that to their talent. They won't. Um, it could be RVD, which I wouldn't mind. He's a Hall of Fame worthy talent, absolutely. Wouldn't mind it. It could be Kurt Angle because he is in really good shape right now. He's in amazing shape. I mean, he is retired, but the way he went out was really bad. Maybe he can go out the right way in AEW. Maybe it's hard to say who it's going to be. You know, like Paul White said on Dynamite, it's not who you think it is. And obviously, people are thinking it's going to be CM Punk. So he's saying it's not who you think it is. Maybe it's Okada from Japan. You know, he's had an amazing career down there, one of the best wrestlers in the world. So that would be something. Imagine they bring him over to AEW. It, Ethan Page won't be the Hall of Fame worthy talent signing because, you know, I don't know much about Ethan Page. But he's not a Hall of Fame worthy talent signing. It's not going to be him. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be a he. It's not going to be a she at all. So we know it's a he. It's like, who is it going to be, though? It's like it's been killing me. And we know AEW, you know, when they say they're going to do something, they're going to do it. You know, I know a lot of people are being negative, saying, oh, well, let's, we're all going to get our hopes up and it's going to be somebody we don't want. Listen, at the end of the day, nobody's going to really be satisfied. We know that for a fact. Unless if it's CM Punk or Brock Lesnar or John Cena or Batista. But like I said, the realistic options are Christian, Mark Henry, Kurt Angle, and RVD. That's like the four it could be. The four I mentioned before are the four ones that it's not going to be. I mean, you think about it, though, with Daily's, you know, with AEW, you think, you think they're really going to have CM Punk or Brock Lesnar show up in front of only like a thousand people at Daly's place. If it's a full crowd, different story. Or maybe two thousand people there. Still, they're not gonna they're not gonna have them come without a full crowd. Like, I believe Tony Khan does have CM Punk in the bag somewhere. Lesnar, it's kinda hard to say I know there was an old tweet of Tony Khan saying Q Brock Lesnar, you know, back in twenty twelve when 
Brock Lesnar returned the night after WrestleMania 28 to attack John Cena, and everybody's reading into it like, oh, maybe Tony Khan predicted the future, like Brock Lesnar is going to show up in AEW. I mean, listen, I would go crazy, and Kenny Omega said he wants to wrestle Lesnar, but we'll see. Let's not get too much into it. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, so let's talk about the matches. So our first match... Our first match, we'll talk about the buy-in. There's only one match on there. So it's Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel. So obviously, I don't watch the pre-shows or, you know, the buy-in. So this will be a nice tag team match, though. I'm going to go with Riho and Thunder Rosa. And I'm really predicting, though, like after Revolution, this is when Britt Baker is going to get a huge push. She's definitely going to get a huge push after this. She's going to become... AEW Women's World Champion real soon. She has to. Even though, like, her and Rebel won't win this match, because I think Rio and Thunder Rosa, you know, do they really need the wins? I mean, Thunder Rosa benefits from it more. Rio, eh, not as much, I guess you could say. But it'll be a good tag team match. I don't like Rebel. I don't think she's a great wrestler at all, to be honest. Like, that match, I'm still not over the match yet with Big Swole back in, like, August, I believe. It was, like, sloppy as fuck. It was bad. But... We'll see what happens, though. But I'm going Riho and Thunder Rosa. So now we get to the main show. The first match of the main show we'll talk about is actually the first match, you know, the first match on the card. So it'd be fair to talk about that first. The Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson versus Chris Jericho, the GOAT, and MJF for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I'm really struggling who I'm going to choose in this match. I seriously am. It is a hard, it is a hard prediction. You know, I lo- I like the Young Bucks. Actually, no, I love the Young Bucks. You know, but Chris Jericho obviously is my all-time favorite wrestler. MJF, I fucking love as well. I believe Jericho and MJF should win the tag team titles. They should win because it creates more tension in the inner circle, and they could drop it to Santana and Ortiz down the line. Like, say, a double or nothing. So they could have a two-month tag team title reign with each other. And it's good for MJF. It would be, be his first championship in AEW. So there you go. Everybody wins. And then Santana and Ortiz get it. But, I mean, it's a lot of question marks. Like, you know, Sammy Guevara might interfere. You know, he doesn't really have a reason to interfere because they haven't been talking about him. It's not like they've been talking shit about him. On TV, like other than Jericho saying he's dead to him and doesn't want to ever hear his name, but he hasn't like personally attacked Sammy Guevara in any other way, saying like, "Oh, you're too scared to come back." They haven't said that at all, so it wouldn't make any sense. I really, I really, really want Jericho and MJF to win. Part of me believes they will. Maybe the Good Brothers get involved and they cost the Young Bucks the tag team titles, and then the Young Bucks go after them for the Impact Wrestling tag team titles. That could happen. That could happen. I just think, you know, Jericho and MJF, they benefit from winning. The whole inner circle benefits from it, especially Santana and Ortiz, because, like I said, Jericho and MJF can then drop it to them. And then they can have an amazing tag team title ring. That's what everybody's been begging for. So if you're watching this match and you want Santana and Ortiz to win the tag team titles in the future, then you want, you have to cheer for Jericho and MJF to win. You just do. Man, I have a good feeling. It's, oh, Jesus. Fuck it. I'm going with Jericho and MJF. They're going to win the AEW World Tag Team Championships. They're going to win. And I, I, it's just like, I'm saying fuck it. They're going to win. 
And I'm saying that in a good way because I've been struggling with it for the last couple of days saying like, will they actually win? You know, it's like, mm, I've been struggling with it. But yeah, I'm going with Jericho and MJF to win the AEW World Tag Team titles. That's what I'm going with. So we'll stick with tag team matches right here. We'll get all the tag team shit out of the way. Let's talk about Miro, the best man, and Kip Sabian, super bad, super bad Kip Sabian, the best man Miro, versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. So this feud's been building up for a long while between best friends and Miro and Kip. Um, It's been building up since like October, I believe. Yeah, October, like at the anniversary show. It's been building up for a long while. I still believe it should just be Miro versus Orange Cassidy and Miro just runs over Orange Cassidy like in a minute or two and squashes him. But it's all right. You know, Kip Sabin gets on the pay-per-view, so at least that's good for him because I think he's got a lot of, you know, a lot of talent. He's got a lot of potential. He was using one of the main events of Dynamite back in April of last year against Dustin Rhodes. So I think AEW has a lot of high hopes of Kip Sabian. Some people may not, but they put him in the main event. They could have done anything else. They didn't have to put him in the main event, but they did. They see something in him. They do. They absolutely do. Um, this match will be okay. It'll be decent. I think it'll be... It, it'll be okay, in my opinion. I'm not, like, too invested in this match that much. If it was just, like, if it was Miro and Orange Cassidy one-on-one, then yes. Like, Orange Cassidy could try to do his goofy shit, and Miro just destroys him. But whatever. I mean, I'm going with Miro and Kip Sabian to win because they need the win. I mean, Cassidy and Chuck Taylor really don't need the win, to be honest. They don't. They don't need the win at all. Miro and Kip Sabian need this win. So I'm going with Miro. I'm going with Miro. Wow. I'm going with Miro and Kip. All right, next tag team match. We'll talk about the Casino Tag Team Royale. So we'll talk about the participants that are in that match. We've got Bear Country, Bear Boulder, and Bear Bronson. The Dark Order, the whole Dark Order. Alex Reynolds, John Silva, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. The Inner Circle, Santana and Ortiz. The only members of the Inner Circle. Butcher and the Blade. Pirate Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Pack and Ray Phoenix of Death Triangle. The Seidel Brothers, Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. And also Alan Angels and Preston Vance of the Dark Order. Gun Club, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. The Pretty Pitcher, Pretty um, pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. SCU, Christopher Daniels and Christopher Daniels and Frank Kazarian. The Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. And Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Okay. <laughs> um... Now, with this match, I mean, I'm waiting for FTR to be announced. Hopefully, they are. I mean, come on. They just beat Jurassic Express. They should be in this match. Hopefully, they are. We'll see, I guess. Um, huh. This one is kind of tough. This one is tough, but I did predict that Jericho and MJF are going to win the AEW World Tag Team titles. So, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. And this would be huge for them. This would be huge. You know... Their biggest pay-per-view win was definitely against the Young Bucks at Full Gear two years ago. This would be even more huge for them to win to get a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Because whoever wins this, you know, Casino Tag Team Battle Royale gets a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Champions. And the only realistic option I see is Santana and Ortiz. What other options are there for the Young Bucks? 
Like, who, who else are you going to throw out there? You could say SCU. That, that would be a good match. Jurassic Express, we've seen that a couple times. We don't really need to see it again. You could do the Dark Order, and yeah, they could, you know, honor Brody by finally winning the tag team titles. Um, what are the tag teams in that make sense? You know, maybe you give Varsity Blondes a chance, and maybe they win. That would be a huge surprise. I would not mind that at all. I would be very happy for Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. That would be huge. That would be a shocker. It really would be. But I'm going Santana and Ortiz to win. And now the last tag team match that's on this show, or on this pay-per-view, well, the same shit. Ricky Starks. So Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and the Machine Brian Cage versus the TNT champion Darby Allin and the icon Sting. So this is Sting's first match since 2015 at uh, Night of Champions when he faced Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. So it's been six years since Sting has wrestled. And it's a street fight as well. This is going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait for this match. I don't think it's going to be cinematic. Because a lot of rumors, people were saying, like, oh, the match is going to be cinematic. But I don't think that it's going to be. I believe it's actually going to be like a regular, you know, street fight match. It's not going to be cinematic at all. I don't believe that it's going to be. But this is going to be great. The build-up between... And I think this is finally going to be the last time we see Darby versus, you know, anybody of Team Taz. I think it's going to be the last time we see that. They've been building up Darby and Team Taz for so long. They've been doing it very well for like a year they've been doing it, which has been great. It's been a great storyline. It's picked up the last couple of weeks, especially, you know, with Sting getting powerbombed by Cage and Darby Allen riding the zip line. To the ring, like that was fucking cool. That really was. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this match. I was actually really surprised when they announced it. I was kind of like, oh, they're actually gonna have. They're actually gonna have Sting wrestle. <laughs> so, I was actually really surprised when they announced that. I really was. You know, and when he took that power bomb, that was huge for him right there. That was huge because everybody, everybody was saying like, "Oh, Sting only goes out there and he cuts a promo. He goes in and out. That's it. He does nothing." But he took a huge bump. You know, he took a huge bump right there. He seriously did, but it all worked out. It's going to be a really good match. It seriously is. And I'm going with the TNT champion, Darby Allen and the icon, Sting. I know people are going to say, oh, this is burying Starks. It's burying Cage. Listen, Starks has a long career ahead of him. He is young. Cage, he's a star still. It doesn't hurt him. It really doesn't. It, unless if Sting... What I, what I will say, though, is Sting should not get the pin. Darby Allen should get the pin. So it benefits more of Darby. So you could say, yeah, they lost to Sting, but Sting didn't get the pin. It was Darby, so it helps Darby more. That's what they should do. It's going to be fucking brutal. It's going to be brutal, but it's going to be a great fucking match, and I'm looking forward to it. So now we'll talk about the women right here. My girl, Carl Shida, versus Ryo Mizunami for the AEW Women's World Championship. So... Like I said, with the AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament, they did screw it up. They seriously did, because it should have been Britt Baker versus Sheeta. But it is what it is. 
you know, seeing Ryu Mizunami, the first time I got to see her wrestle was obviously against Nyla Rose on this past Dynamite, and she put on a really good performance. I like her theme song. I like her character. She's got great energy. You know, she did really good. I was, you know, I was like, I was really impressed. I seriously was. So I'm like, all right, get to your versus Sheeta. It'll feel like it will be like a real, like, you know, barn burner right here. It seriously will be. It's going to be a good match. I believe that it will be. You know, Sheeta hasn't wrestled in two months. She hasn't wrestled since uh, New Year's Smash Night 1, it was, against Aberdon. So it's been a while since she's wrestled. It's been two months. I think maybe because she was hurt. I think she was hurt, Sheeta, for a little while. So she got some time off, I could say. She'll be back in the ring. They'll put on a good match. And in the end, I'm going my girl, Kara Sheeta. And she'll retain. And then once Double or Nothing comes around, she'll be champion for a year. And her title reign, to be honest, you know, I love her. She's put on great match after great match. But she's, you know, she hasn't really been on TV as much on Dynamite. She doesn't really talk. You know, her English is good. I'm not saying that. Her English is good when she speaks. But they don't really put her on TV as much. They just don't. They really haven't. But... It is what it is. It is what it is. They'll put on a really good match. But in the end, my girl Sheeta's going to retain. And hopefully Britt Baker's next in line. All right. Um, the next match right here. Hangman Adam Page versus Big Money Matt Hardy. And the winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. So thank God this match is one-on-one right here. I was really happy. I've been advocating for this match for so long. Hangman versus Matt Hardy. I'm like, let's fucking go. Now we're actually getting it. These two will put on a good match. They will. You know, these two had connections last year when they were in the stadium stampede match side-by-side. Now that a year later, they're facing off one-on-one. You know, Matt Hardy, his run in AEW, to be honest, I want to break it down. You know, it's been kind of, you know... At first, it sucked because, you know, the whole shit with him and Guevara. But they were they rectified it with the cinematic match at full gear. And since then, Matt Hardy's done good. And he was putting on some good matches before, you know, the whole shit with Guevara. Because the whole feud with Guevara was snake-bitten. It really was. It was, yeah. <laughs> but ever since full gear, after they had that cinematic match, you know, Matt Hardy turning into a heel being... You know, cocky businessman with this new gimmick. It's pretty, you know, it's grown on me, his new gimmick. Um, And, yeah, he's done good since then. Because, like, his like his run at first was very, like, snake-bitten. When you think of it, like, oh, Matt Hardy just isn't going to have a good run, it felt like. But after they ended the whole thing with him and Guevara, and people were begging AEW, end the feud. Please, don't let it keep on going. Just end it. But they did it the right way. They did it the right way, though. And it's going to be a really good match between these two guys. They're going to put on a good match. They'll put on a nice, decent match. And I'm going with Hangman Adam Page because obviously he needs the win. Matt Hardy doesn't benefit from winning. He's already won on pay-per-view a couple times. He hasn't lost on pay-per-view yet because he won with them at double or nothing. He beat Guevara at All Out and he beat Guevara at full gear. So Matt Hardy doesn't need the win. Hangman needs the win because he's coming off losing to Omega at full gear. So Hangman needs the win. He needs this win. And hopefully he gets it. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully he gets it. All right. Two more matches to talk about now. We got the Face of the Revolution ladder match. 
for a chance at the TNT Championship for this upcoming Dynamite against Darby Allen. So we got Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Zero Miedo, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and a surprise entrant. <sighs> okay. Surprise entrant. All right. So uh, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not going with the first five guys I announced. It's not going to be either one of them. I think, you know what, really is cool, though. I am happy Max Caster's in this match because, you know what, or Platinum Max Caster because this guy, I, I low-key want him to win because he can gain so much heat if he wins and he gets a shot at Darby Allen. If he beats Darby Allen, he'll get so much fucking heat because people will hate this fucking guy, especially after we said about Lady Gaga's dog walker on the recent dynamite like that was that was bad but he can get so much fucking heat if he wins this ladder match and gets a shot at darby allen on this upcoming dynamite and if he beats darby allen for the tnt championship this kid will get so much fucking heat so that would be something. I really want him to win. He He's the guy I want to win. You know, I love Cody, love Scorpio, love Penta, love Lance. But Max Castor, I, I would pick him to win. I mean, I'm not picking him to win. But if I was booking it, if I was booking it, I would easily have him win. But I'm going to go with the mystery entrant. And that mystery entrant is going to be, I believe, Sean Spears. That's what I believe it's going to be. I'm not picking, here's the thing, I'm not picking Sean Spears... Hold on, let me, let me let me say in simpler terms. Let me say in simpler terms. I believe that it's going to be Sean Spears. But I'm still going to go, even if it's still a surprise entry, even if it's not Sean Spears, even if it's not Sean Spears, I'm still going with the surprise entrant to win the Face of the Revolution ladder match. But I believe it's going to be Sean Spears. Because he returned on Dynamite. He returned on Dynamite. Align himself with FTR and he's back with Tully, obviously. It would make sense for him to win. It would make sense for him to win and then beat Darby Allen on Dynamite coming up. And then, you know, it could lead to something really good. It really could. But like I said, even. So. I'm going with the surprise entrant, but I believe that surprise entrant is going to be Sean Spears. And now, the main event. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship in an exploding, barbed-wired death match. Oh boy, am I ready for this fucking shit. This is going to be insane. Like I said, if you have kids and you're watching the pay-per-view with them... Don't let them see this match. This match is going to be fucking violent. It's going to be way more violent than the match Omega and Mox had at Full Gear two years ago. This match is going to make that match look like child's play. Uh, Let me say that again because my voice cracked. This match is going to make that match look like child's play. Like that match was rated G. Because this match is M.A. This is going to be fucking brutal. Especially the way they showed the barbed wire deathmatch, exploded barbed wire deathmatches on Dynamite right there with Onita breaking it down, showing matches that he had in the past. 
It is going to be... Oh, it's going to be crazy. Like I said, if you have kids, do not let them see this match. They will fucking have nightmares for days. Just let them watch it when they're older. So then they'll understand. It's not now. You have to be like maybe like 13 or over to watch this match. I would say that. We'll, we'll go to that limit. Because these two are going to tear the fucking house down. They seriously are. It, it's really creative, though, what AEW is doing, though. It really is creative. You know, and you got people complaining, like, oh, my God, this is not wrestling. But it's creative. You got the people invested. People are fucking interested in this match. They're like, oh, shit, like, how's this going to turn out? We haven't seen one, one of those kind of matches in years. How are they going to do this? Ho, ho, ho. These two are going to seriously hurt each other. They are going to... And... We know that Mox is walking away for a little while because we know Renee is, you know, expected, you know, soon to have their child. So that's why Mox, you know, is doing this match and he'll walk away for a bit and he'll come back and probably a couple months later after, you know, his child is born and, and, you know, congratulations to them once again. But these two are going to put on an amazing match. In the end, I'm going with Kenny Omega to retain the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I fucking can't wait. It's going to be insane. I'm going to be watching with my boys on the phone. We're going to be doing a group call during the pay-per-view. It's going to be crazy, you know. You know, I'm really looking forward to seeing who's going to be the surprise entry in the TNT Championship Face the Revolution ladder match. Or for a chance at the TNT Championship. Who's going to be that Hall of Fame worthy talent signing. I'm looking forward to this fucking main event. Oh, man. It is going to be a really good pay-per-view tomorrow. It is a shame, though, it's on a Sunday because, like, AEW's thing, they do pay-per-views on Saturdays, but the UFC's on tonight, and they don't want to compete with the UFC, and that's fair. That's fair. So you do it tomorrow. It's whatever. I know a lot of the international fans are upset because, you know, time differential. You know, it's, it is it is what it is. It's only one time. It's only one time. They're not going to do it again. Unless if they have to. Unless it's like they're forced to, basically, because they don't want to compete. They don't want to compete with UFC. They just don't want to do that, and that's a smart thing to do. It's smart. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I hope you guys that are watching Revolution tomorrow, I hope you guys fucking enjoy because I know that I am. I definitely am. My next episode will be on Monday. I will definitely be reviewing Revolution for you guys. Like I said, sometime this week coming up, I'll be, you know, talking about my Islanders and the Nets so far, like how I feel, like how they're doing this season, obviously. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy Revolution tomorrow. I will talk to you guys on Monday afternoon with my AEW Revolution review. Talk to you guys then. Have a great night.